Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf nun vav. We're going to go from about a third of the way down uh, nun vav amud aleph uh, 56a. Um, the, it's about the ninth line. Vaad masir ravashi. Just to get back into the sugya, remember um, yesterday we brought, we were discussing there's certain tumors that don't make the nozu restart. But they do make it, but he can't count the days while he is Tome. So the question, um, and Rav Chizda came along with a, novel, with a novel point, and he said that's only where it's short Nazirus, that he won't really have time to grow, full growth, if he counts those days. But if he's not counting those days, and he will still have 30 days of Nazirus to let his hair grow, then he is a full Nazir. Um, uh, then, he, then those days of Tumah do count to his Nazirus. That's Rav Chizda's approach. Yesterday we brought a, a rejection, quite a complicated uh, calculation of someone who was a, a, a Nazir and Sofek, whether he became Tomeh Mace and Sofek, whether he was a Mitzayra. And from there we worked out the, how it structures his doubts and his Sofeks must be, and we ended up saying that if you learned like Rav Chizda that he could count the days that he was Tomeh, as towards his Nazirus, instead of having to keep a full four years in that scenario and only end his Nazirus after four years, he should have been able to end it after three years and 30 days. So we worked out clearly we do not count, um, we do not count the days he is Tomei towards his days of Nazirus. And he has to continue counting his Nazirus where he left off. We're now going to bring another proof to that idea, or a rejection of that principle. Again, Soravashi is coming along to say that we, the days that he is, those sorts of Tomei, like a Mitzori, etc., those, those days he does not count towards his Mitzori, to, towards his Nazirus. He has to resume his Nazirus where he left off. Again, it's not like Tumas Mace that he restarts his Nazirus, but it's not like the other infractions that he just continues, they make him have to pause while he's Tomei. Once he's purified, he continues where he left off. And Ravashi is going to bring a long bracer, which we, and we'll bring out the proof just before the Mishnah over the page. So, Mosev Ravash, Vaid Mosev Ravashi, further Ravashi challenge of He says, The bracer says that from the Psukim, I know that Tumah, Tumah's mace, does not count as part of his calculation. How do we know that Tumas Mace doesn't count as part of his calculation? Well, never mind, it doesn't count, it doesn't even restart his, his sorry, never mind, it doesn't count, it restarts his calculation. So obviously the days that he's actually Tomei don't count towards in the zeros. There's Where do we know that a Mitzora, the day that he's an actual Mitzora, he also can't count that towards his Naziris? Says Bedinu, it's logical. Just as when he's Tomei Mace, he shaves and he brings a korban, will so to a, mitzor, a definite Mitzor, a shaves and brings a korban. Well, just as his days of Tuma do not count towards his days of Nazirus, so too his days of, of being a Mitzorah, a definite Mitzora do not count towards his his uh, count of Nazirus, and they don't count to his Nazirus. So very interesting, what's it? We're saying they parallel. 
the halacha of Nazir of Nazir becoming Tomei is parallel to a Nazir becoming a Mitzara because both he shaves at the end and then brings Korbanos. So just as a Nazir doesn't count, just as if he's Tomei Mace, he doesn't count like if he's a Mitzara. It says, law, that's not a good proof. Him or might be made to Maso. But you can say, bah, when he's Tom Mesha, it cancels out the original days that he kept as a, a Nazir. How can you learn from there to Yamei Chaluto when he's a Mitzvah, which does not cancel out the original days? Again, this is the point I mentioned that, that a Nazir becomes Tom Mesh cancels all the days of Nazirus that he kept. He has to keep a full new set of Nazirus, which is not so far Mitzvah. So we see that Mitzvah is more lenient. So how can you say, well, if, Mitzor, if a, if a Nazir who's Tomei Mace doesn't count the days while he's Tomei, so too a Mitzorah, you can't make that deduction because the Mitzorah is more lenient. So Omar Kavachaymer, who, so we actually, it's a Kavachaymer. Omar Nazir Bekever She Sa'ora Ra'u Letaglachas Nazirus, a Nazir standing in a grave whose hair will be shaved for his Nazirus, for his concluding ritual as a Nazir. It does not count as part of his days. The days that he is an actual Mitzorah and his hair won't be shaved for his concluding rituals of a Nazir, of being a Nazir. How much more so his days shouldn't count? What's the Kavachomer? If someone starts Nazirus, yeah, I should have emphasized this at the beginning, but if someone starts their Nazirus standing in a cemetery, so again, remember, they don't count any of those days as towards their Nazirus until they purify themselves. But it's not like a regular Nazir who becomes Tomei. Remember, a regular Nazir who becomes Tomei has to purify themselves, then they shave, bring Korbanos, and restart. This Nazir, since he started his Nazirus while standing in a cemetery, he started his Nazirus Tomei, he just purifies himself and continues. So the hair that's on his head while he's Tomei will be shaved as his Nazirus to Tahara because he's not going to shave it before then. As soon as he leaves the cemetery, he will get sprinkled on the third and the seventh day, he'll be purified, and he'll go straight into keeping his Nazirus. There's no Korbanos. But uh, and now, but however, a matsora, he why will he he will shave his hair as be as purifying himself from a matsora. Therefore, the hair on his head will not be shaved as part of his nazirus. It will be shaved because he needs to purify himself from matsora from tsaras. So therefore, if by a nazir whose hair will be shaved, you don't count the day while he's tame, a matsora whose hair. Well, sorry, by a Nazir who starts off Tomei, whose hair will be shaved for Nazirus. You don't count his days. How much more so by a Mitzorah, whose hair, whose hair will not be shaved, you don't count his days. And we're happy with that Kavu Chomer. So that we then say, Okay, that's all very well by the days that he is an actual Mitzorah. What about the Yemei Pura? Yemei Pura are the days that the Mitzora counts as part of his purification. I, from the, remember, from the, the first day of purification, he shaves, does a few other rituals, and then on the seventh day of his purification, he shaves again. So those are the Yemei Pura. So how do we know that Yemei Pura doesn't count towards his Nazirus? So the Din it's logical. 
just as he shaves from becoming from being a confirmed Mitzara, oh, that's on day one of his purification. So too, on the end of the days of his counting, he shaves. That's as I said on the seventh day. And just as the Yemei Chaluta don't count as to his days of Nazirus, af Yemei Sipur. So too, the days of his Sipur, sipur of counting. Yochol af Yemei Sipur. You might say, well, so too, by the days that he's a, a, a Mitzora, that's that day closing up. Remember, if someone only displays partial symptoms of Mitzora, of Tzoraas, sorry, he only displays partial symptoms of Tzoraas, he, he's what's called a, he, he, he's, what's it, a, a Mitzora Musgar. He gets, he goes into confinement and they check him again after a week and see if they've changed. You know, have they started to heal, have they got worse, or are they the same? So he's not a definite Mitzori. He doesn't have all the symptoms, but he's, um, what's the word? He's uh, confined as a Mitzori Muzgar. So maybe the Mitzori Muzgar's days should also not count to his Nazirus. So it's Vadin Nois, Vadin and it's actually logical. It's, why? Cholu, Vadin Noisen, Cholot Matame Mishkav Umoishav, Vimei Hesgero, Matame Mishkav when he's a confirmed Mitzorah, anything he sits or lies on becomes Tomei, so too when he's in the days of his confinement. He Mitzorahs he, he everything he sits and he lies on. So, Well, once you learned that, the days that he's a confirmed Mitzorah don't count to his days of Nazirus, well then, so to the days as a confined, as a as a doubtful Mitzvah, should not count to his number of the zeros. He says, Omar, lo, you can say not so. Im Omar bimei chaluta shekain chaluta ton taglachas. Just by his by his confirmed by being a confirmed Mitzvah, he require he has to shave. Or maybe korban and bring a korban. Maybe that's why they don't count to him. Tomi bimei zgero shekain ton taglachas, but ain't no maybe korban. Well, this, someone in his Yemei Gero, he goes into confinement, but if his Mitzorah symptoms improve, then he gets free, and he doesn't have to shave, he doesn't bring korbanos. So maybe, so his days do count as part of the minion. From here they said, The days that he's a... That he counts for his purification from Mitzorah. And the days that he's a confirmed Mitzorah do not count to his number of days of, of do not count as part of his Nazirus. The days that he is a Zav Zav or confined Mitzorah, they do count as part of his Nazirus. Interesting, and it comes out, it almost seems from the last Kavachomer that wherever the his Tome that he's going to have to shave. Well, there's two types of tumah. There's tumas mace and other types of tumah. Any other type of tumah where he is going to have to shave as part of the purification, they, those days that his tomei do not count towards his nazirus, and the other tumas, even he has to bring a korban, but he won't have to shave as a result of those tumas, they 
do count to the day. So remember, a zav is a man who has a certain type of discharge, or a woman who sees uh, her, her dam outside of the when she should be seeing when she would be a nida. So they become tome. They have to keep seven clean days. They have to bring if they were saw there if they were fell into the category of a zav or zav they have to bring korbanos. But still, while they were tome, it still counts to the calculation of how long they have to be a Nazir. And because there's no shaving at the end. However, a Mitzayra who's confirmed, or a Mitzayra, he shaves at the end. He shaves at the beginning of his purification. And a Mitzayra who's going, undergoing purification, he shaves at the end of his, pu- his purification, at the earliest point on the seventh day. So his days will not count towards his Nazirus. And therefore, so as long as he's a Mitzayra, plus the seven days of purification, his Nazirus is on pause. So if he kept, uh, he was a Nazir for 50 days and he kept t- 10 days before, he now has to keep another 40 days. Now, but now, Ravashi brings out his proof. Remember, why we're bringing this long price of the sources of which tumors don't count towards the count of Nazirus. So this is all to go back to disprove Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda said that those days do count if it's a long Nazirus that he will have time afterwards to grow his hair properly and count those days as part of his Nazirus. They do count as part of his Nazirus. So Katani Mias, we learn, however, we, we learned in this Braisa, Lo imomat chaluta. We said, you can't learn from a Nazirus Tomei to a Mitzorah because a Nazirus Tomei cancels all the initial days which is not so by a mechaluta confirmed mitzorah. Someone with Torahs, he won't. It says, Bamai, now Bimai. What sort of Nazirus are we talking about? If you want to say we're dealing with a minimum turn of Nazirus, well, he requires growing his hair. So it doesn't make, it actually doesn't make a difference. Let's say he was a Nazir for, he said he'll be a Nazir for 30 days. Doesn't matter how much of his Nazirus has kept when he's Tom, and it doesn't matter whether you count the days of his tumor or not, you're gonna to have to wait a full thirty days afterwards for the amount of <coughs> of hair growth, for thirty days hair growth, because as the Mitsuri is gonna shave as for his purification. So it can't be discussing Nazirus the, the short Nazirus. El Alav, but Nazirus Marube, and must be long Nazirus. So, Ktani, Sha'ed, Oilin, Lamina, Minion, and it teaches that it does not count as part of the Minion. Alma, Loy, Salkin, Lay, we see that it does not count. Shmamina, it's conclusive. So, we must be speaking again, so the example would be like a 100 day Nazir, and he's a Mitsura in the middle for, let's say it works out to be uh, a month and a half, he has a long, long Mitsura, and a seven day purification, he's out for a month and a half, he has to add on at the end of his term. So he kept 50 days, he now takes a pause for a month and a half, and he has to keep another um, 50 days after that. And this is a, a, this clearly refutes Rav Chizda again who said that, in, the, in that scenario, since he would have plenty time for hair growth, and you can include the Yemei Tumah in it, I don't know if my numbers work out exactly, but the, um, though you can count the day that he's a, that he's a Mitzora, and we've just proven that, no, you never count the days that he's a Mitzora. And as I said, the key factor to, in determining this almost seems to be, does he shave 
at the end of that tumor. And if he does, then those days are not going to count. If he does not, they will count. Okay, next Mishnah, second last Mishnah of the Perek. I'm going to emphasize it now. Generally, when you see Rabbi Yoshua in the Gemara, it's Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananya. Okay, take note of that. So this would be, pardon? Yeah. So when we say Omar Rebilezer, Mishum Rebbe Yoshua, we're saying Rebilezer says in the name of Rebbe Yoshua. Interesting enough, there is, I'm not going to change the gears here, but there is a bit of a discussion. Is this Rebbe Eliezer or is it Rebbe Elazar? <laughs> Which should also change who's, is he a contemporary, is he a later person? But let's just go with Rebilezer. It says the name of Rebbe Yoshua. So Rebbe Yoshua ben Hanania called Tuma Minamei Shenozim Agaleachaleo Chayv Amolel Biaz Migdush. The same tumors that would make a Nozir have to shave, i.e. restart, are the ones that he would be liable for going into the base of Migdash. Come back to that line. The whole Tuma Minamei Sheina Nozim Agaleachaleo, and any tumor that would not that any tumors makes that the Nozir would not have to shave from. He is not liable for going into the base of Mikdash. If someone goes into the base of Mikdash while Tomei, they have, um, is it Kores? I think, yeah, it's a Chiyuv Kores. If they do it by mistake, they'll have to bring a Korban Chatas. Rabbi Eliezer is saying a, fa- a very interesting idea. Remember we said, there's sometimes, and that was the last two missions that we've discussed, there's sometimes that a Nazir becomes Tomei Mace, however he does not have to, Restart his Naziris. For example, we mentioned um, if he becomes Tomei from a Revius Dam. He walks into a room where there's a Revius Dam. He becomes Tumas Mace from Tumas Ahel. However, he does not have to restart his Naziris. So Rabbi Eliezer is saying, well, just as he does not have to start, restart his Naziris, he would also not be liable if he goes into the base of Migdash. So even though he's Tumas Mace, if he goes into the base of Migdash, from that sort of Tumas, the sort of Tumas that don't make a Nazir, after restart, he does not. Remember, says, how can you treat this Tumas more lenient than a Sheretz? If someone would touch a Sheretz, which is only an Ava Tumas, and the person would only be a Rishon, if he go, he's not allowed to go into the base of Migdash. A person who becomes Tomei from a Revi's Dam, or the other examples, He's Tumas Mace. Obviously, he should not be allowed to go into the Beis Amidash. So how can you, Rabbi, Rabbi Yoshua, come along and tell us that he's the same as the Nazar and he won't be liable? Says Rabbi Eliezer, now the Gemara asks, Rabbi Eliezer, Mishum Rabbi Yoshua, Gomala. Vahom Mishum Rabbi Yoshua, Bamama Gomala. What do you mean Rabbi Eliezer learned this from Rabbi Yoshua? He learned it from Rabbi Yoshua, Bar Mormel. So, Again, our Mishnah seemed to say, Rabbi Lezer said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananiah. Again, doesn't say it explicitly, but we take for granted that whenever you see Rabbi Yeshua in the Mishnah, it's Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananiah. And, but we're going to prove that Rabbi Lezer actually said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua bar Mamel. Says Detania, as we learned in the Bible, so Rabbi Lezer, Adraska, when I went to Adraska, Motsosius, Rabbi Yeshua ben Peterosh. I found Rabbi Yeshua ben Peterosh, that seems that's his name. Shohoyo Yoyshe, Vedan Lifnei, Rabbi Meir, Bahalocho, who was discussing this Halocho before Rabbi Meir. Says, Kol Tumah Meminaisha, Nozim Akaleh, Choleo, Chaim Molemishim, Biaz Mikdash. Any Tumah that a Nozim would have to shave for, he would be liable for going into the Beis Amigdash if he's that sort of Tumah. The whole Tumah, I mean, Ames, 
And any Tumas Mais that the Nazir would not become Tomei, would not have to restart his Nazirus for. Ain Chayv Omelay Amishum Bias Migdash. He would not be liable for going into the base Amigdash for. Um, yeah, he would, he would not be liable for going into the base Amigdash too. Um, for an Omar law al Tahizu Kalami Sheret. Rabbi Ma said to Rabbi Yoshua Ben Peterosh, How can you treat Thomas Mace more lenient than Sheret? Again, no one's arguing that a sh- that if someone becomes Tome from a Sheret and goes into the base Amidas, they're liable for going into the base Amidas while Tome. It's only on these few types of Thomas Mace. That if a Nazir becomes Tomei from them, he would not become Tomei, which in my mind is quite far-fetched. Because again, someone who becomes Tomei from Ohel through Revius Dam or Quarter Kav instead of Chatsi Kav, etc., all of those scenarios, he's Tomei Mace. But again, he doesn't have to shave. So, I'm, yeah, I'm... Curious to what the connection is, but either way, Rabbi Meir says to him, "Don't make that connection. If he's chayav for Tumas Sheres, he's definitely chayav for Tumas Meis." So Omarti law klumato baki Rabbi Shuba Momel. So I asked. It seems this is Rabbi Eliezer asking Rabbi Yeshua ben Peterosh. He says, "Are you familiar with? Uh, um, are you familiar with Rabbi Yeshua Bar Momel? Do you know him at all? Says Omar Li Haina. Said he said, yeah, I do know him. So Kach Omar Li. So I, I think this is Rabbi Meir said to, sorry, Rabbi Eliezer said to Rabbi Meir. No, sorry, Kach Omar Li. This is what Rabbi Yeshua Bar Momel. Kach Omar Li, Rabbi Yeshua Bar Momel. Mishum Rabbi Yeshua. This is what Rabbi Yeshua Bar Momel told me in the name of Rabbi Yeshua. Any tumor that a nazi would have to shave from the person, if someone from that level, from that sort of tumor goes into the base amigdash, would become tome. Any someone who's tome mace that a nazi would, the type of tumor mace that a nazi would not have to shave from, would not have to. But what do we see? Rabbi Eliezer said it in the name of Rabbi Yeshua Bar Momel, who said it in the name of Rabbi Yeshua. That's Rabbi Yeshua ben Chadani of our Mishnah. So again, we said in our Mishnah that Rabbi Eliezer said never Rabbi Yeshua. But it's very clear that his tradition was not from Rabbi Yeshua, it was from Rabbi Yeshua Bar Momel, who was from Rabbi Yeshua. So have we, so have they bar momel It's okay, yeah, you're right. He heard it in the name of Rabbi Yeshua bar momel. You're right. He did. He says, Ah, oh, Omru, and they said, Shma mina kol shesh, kol shmaises ademis amra beveit lasa, kadmai uvasraya minen mitzia lo amrinen. We see from here that any teaching, any tradition that is being said in the name of three a chain of three. You mention the first and the last, but you don't have to mention the interim opinions. So you're right. Rabbi Lezer heard this teaching from Rabbi Yeshua by Momel, who heard it from Rabbi Yeshua. You don't have to mention Rabbi Yeshua by Momel. You just have to mention Rabbi um, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi. Uh, um, you only have to mention Rabbi Lezer because that's who's telling us that tradition, and Rabbi Yeshua who. It was initially heard from, 
who our tradition goes back to. You don't have to injure. It's interesting one. I don't think you have to. We do sometimes find longer trains of transmission mentioned. But obviously, I'm assuming this is, we know there's the obligation to, when you hear something, say it B'Shem Omer, say it in the name of who you heard it from, as we learned in the Purim story. Um, that's where we actually learn out that halacha from, because Esther was careful to tell Achashverosh, this plot of Big Sun and Teresh was uncovered by Mordechai. She didn't have to say this. She could have just said, you know, there's a plot by Big Sun and Teresh to kill you. They would have got the detectives on it, the... the the CSR, the Scorpions, and they investigate and find them guilty. They, but why? But she was careful to say it in the name of Mordechai. And we see much later on that was part of the bringing Mordechai and Esther to power was Achashverosh was wait, I never paid back Mordechai for what he did. So we see that um, the importance of saying something in the name that you hear it from. I've forgotten. Um, Forgotten. The Maharal is a good explanation. I've forgotten. Okay. Um, just another interesting question. Once we're discussing saying something in the name of you heard it from, obviously, let's say I look in the Mishabura and he quotes the base Yosef. So I would say I should quote it as the Mishabura says in the name of the base Yosef. Wouldn't be so, let's call it upright of me, to say the base Yosef says, having never looked in the base Yosef, having only looked in. What happens if I looked in the in the Mishabura, who references the base Yosef, and then I go look up the base Yosef? So now can I say that the, I saw the base Yosef says, or should I say I saw in the base Yosef, which uh, was referenced to by the Mishabura? That's actually a bit of a, I think it touches on this discussion of uh, saying something in the name of someone else, but it's also an academic discussion. I know there's a Rabbi, Rabbi Mark Shapiro, um, and he, he, he says that you definitely should. Um, he's interesting enough, he's quite academic, but he, he's very confident that you should say uh, um, thing. So there's a story with the Torah Tamima that his, uh, um, he was, I'm trying to remember who it was, I think it was his aunt. Not sure, I don't remember who it was, I think it was his aunt. It was very, was a parody, a huge Tamil Chacham, very wise. And um, she was very wise and he went uh, and he was once discussing something so he quoted Yerushalmi to her she says what you learn Yerushalmi like totally surprised like most Yeshiva Bachram are only learning the Bavli they're not learning she says no the Rand brought her and uh, she like gave him a hard time for quoting so making it sound like he had looked up and learned the Yerushalmi when really he was just referencing the he had seen it in the run. Okay, so if you, so, and then and now we're going to see that principle again that you don't have to actually mention every single person in the train of transmission. You only have to mention some of the train, at least at least the first and the last in the train. Says said, I also learned. Says Omar Nachum. This is again from another Mishnah. Says Omar Nachum Hababler. Nachum, the scribe, said, "Kathmo kublani mi Rebbe Meisha shekibo me Abba." I learned from Rebbe Meisha, who received from Abba. So Ashrul say this Abba is Rebbe Shimon, the father of Rebbe Rabban Gamliel Azokain. So we're going quite back to the early days of the Tanoim. Um, well, not the early days, but fairly early on in the time. Says shekibo min Azugos. He received it from the Zugos. Who the Zugos? So you know the first, they, they were a stage in our transmission. You know in the first parak of Pirkei Avos, so it goes, Moshe received the Torah from Hashem, 
Then the next Mishnah is they told Shimon Tzadik and Antignos learned from Shimon Tzadik and then it starts with the Zugos. And there's always a pair of sages, the head of the, the Nasi or the head of this, and the Avbeizdin of the Sanhedrin. So that's Yoisi ben Yoichanan and Yoisi ben Yoezer. I don't remember the order exactly. I think it's Yoshev and Prachi and Nita Abayli, etc. But they're always ruling. They ruled. The, they ruled and led the, the the nation in pairs. So that's why they're called the Zugos. So he received it from Abba, who received it from the Zugos. Who learned it halacha straight from Moshe Misinai? I.e., who are we missing out? Who did the Navim learn from? There's the Canaan and Yeshua Kav. And then it just mentions the halacha that they were quoting, If you have different beds of dill or mustard, you have to separate pay from each of them. You can't take from one on the other. Or not separate pay, leave pay. So now, but it doesn't mention Yeshua and Kalev. The Nevi'im definitely heard it from Yeshua and Kalev. That's in the chain of transmission. It doesn't mention it. We see that you don't have to mention the whole chain. You can just mention the first and the last. So maybe what you could do, if you look up in the Mishra he's quoting the base Yosef. And the base Yosef is quoting the Rosh, or something like that, you can say, yeah, I saw in the Mishbura, who, and it's brought from there, it's brought in the name of the Rosh, or something. You don't have to give the whole chain of where you're learning it from. Um, let's quickly finish off the Perek. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Dante Lifnei Rabbi Eliezer, I made the following Kavachomi before Rabbi Eliezer. im etzem adam hanazim If a bone... A human corpse bone, a bone from a human corpse the size of a barley, does not make a person tome through ohel. Nevertheless, if a nazir touches it, he has to restart. Revius dam which makes a person tome ba'ohel, how much more so a nazir should have to shave. If he, I restart his Nazirus, if he touches or carries it. I'm very interested, very sharp Chavachomim. We said in the previous, well, two Mishnah, three Mishnahs ago now, that if a, if a Nazir walks into a room where there's a Revius Dam, he becomes Tumas Mace, but he doesn't have to restart. Rabbi Akiva is saying that it should be a Chavachomim. If a Revius Dam is a stricter level of Tumah, I don't know that a Revius Dam is a stricter level of Tumah, because... If a bone the size of a barley never transmits tumor for, through oil, but a revised of dam does transmit tumor through oil. So we see a revised dam is tumor. If a nozir touches a bone the size of a barley, he does have to restart. So Rabbi Kiva saying, if he touches a revised of dam, he should have to restart his nazirus. says, Omar Li, Mazi Akiva ain't done in Khan He said, What are you talking about, Akiva? This is again Rabbi Eliezer's response to Rabbi Kiva. says, what are you talking about? We don't learn a Kavachomer from here. But he didn't explain it. So When I went and I brought and discussed these words before Rabbi Yeshua, Omar Li, he said to me, what he said is good. 
Sorry, Yofel Mart, what you said is good. Ah, your Kavu makes a lot of sense. However, the reason you can't learn a Kavu Chomer here, Elo Kan Omru Halacha, it is a Halacha Lemoishimi Sinai. Ai, you're right. It does make sense logically what you're saying, but we'll see exactly what the Halacha is, but you can't learn a Kavu Chomer from a Halacha. So, Ziboilahu, Etzem Kasaira Halacha, we review Dam Kavu Chomer. Before we read the question inside again, the question is going to be, what is the halacha? Is the halacha that on the bone the size of a barley? Or is the halacha on the revi's dam? Let's see, let's see that in... And, which one can we not therefore learn to learn from? Maybe you'll say that the bone the size of the barley is the halacha. We would never have said that the nausea have to shave if he touches it. But the halacha comes along and says that he does shave. And then you want to say a to reveal dam. If he has to touch it for when he's a, when he's a bar, when he has to touch it by if he touches this that if he touches the bone of a the bone, he has to restart. That's halacha l'moshim So how can he learn from there to say that if he touches, reviews down? That could be. We don't learn perhaps it's the other way around. Reviews dam halacha. This that a reviews dam transmits too much oil is a halacha. The etzem kasoira kavachomer. We want to make a kavachomer by the barley, by the bone, the size of barley. But ain't done in kavachomer malacha. You can't learn a kavachomer malacha. I we wanted to say a bone the size of a barley tra- does not transmit tumas through oil, but a revius of dam is stricter. It does transmit tumas oil. We're saying you can't. You have to stop there because this that a revius dam is stricter because it transmits tumas oil is a kavachomer, and you can't learn from the kavachomer. So that's the so so which one is it? Is it that the nozir becomes tome if he touches a bone the size of a barley? Is that there's no psukim but it's Allah and if we can't learn from it? Or is it this that a that a reverse of dam transmits tumor by ohel? There's no psukim for it's Allah Which one is it? Says Toshma, Etzem Kasoira Allah of Riz Dam Kavachimir, the Etzem Kasoir is the Allah and the Revius Dam is actually However, you can't learn how to kavachomer from halacha. Just because a nazir, this that a nazir touches a bone the size of a barley and he has to restart, that's halacha l'moshem Sinai. and therefore you can't learn from there and say that if he touches a revius dam, he has to restart because you can't learn a kavachomer from a halacha. Okay, and we'll leave it there. Yeah, and exactly these and we've had quite a few interesting, I think. Discussions around Halacha Lamoishim Yisina. I feel like with Nazir, we've had quite a lot of them. That it's a, a, there's no real psukim, there's no real joshes to explain it, but it's Halacha Lamoishim Yisina. And we see there's an inter, interesting. I think it requires further investigation. An interesting the relationship between joshes that we're learning out from logic and the and a process like here. If Kiva says, "I've got a kavachomer." It's a good kavachom, but we can't learn it yet. Or, you know, droshas, the interrelation, the relationship between droshas and traditions. We've we've touched on that in this Amud and in a few other places, but just something to look into in the future, please, God. And we'll leave it here for today. Hadron Allah, Koen Godel, Hadron Allah, Koen Godel, Hadron Allah, Koen Godel.